you and I are confronted to make decisions every moment of every day. And the decisions you and I take and what we make are very important because what you decide to do or not to do have consequences. And when you make the right decisions, it's got good effects and good results for yourself, for your family, and also the people around you. And that is why we are looking today decisions that you and I have to make in this time where we are being oppressed from every direction and we will have to make decisions today what we need to do tomorrow because these decisions can be and will be very important for your survival, for the survival of your family and possibly even your community. So please stay tuned so we can look deeper into what we have to do and what you and I have to decide today. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's show. It is so great to have you with me again. This is Yanni. And today we're going to go back in a way to where we left off the previous time. And as you know, we just concluded a series on the life of Gideon and how we can learn from history and how to avoid certain of the mistakes that they made and also what we could learn from them. And as I said in the previous uh, episode, that we're done with it. We, so that's the end of that series. But it's as if I cannot get away from that because I'm thinking, what do we do with the knowledge that we got from there? Because there's so much information that we gleaned from the life of Gideon and how we destroyed the enemy that came against them that wanted to take away everything that they had basically dead. They destroyed everything that they had. They came every year or how often they, they came. They just came and they just destroyed all the crops. So the Israelites really didn't have anything. So Gideon had to take the little bit of wheat that he could uh, harvest. He had to take that and he had to go into a wine press and he had to beat out the, the wheat right there. And many people, as we've seen, have said that he, uh, Gideon was, was a coward. That's why he was hiding in the wine press. But he was not a coward, as we've seen. But now what does that really mean to you and I? We've got all this knowledge how do we take this knowledge and how do we apply it? Because if, we, if it's just knowledge, then it's not going to benefit us. And as we've seen, it's the knowledge of the truth that really sets us free. Now, what do you and I need to get set free of today? Now, as you know, in the time where you and I are, we are in a time of all across the world, there are still lockdowns and people's businesses are destroyed and people are going under financially on a daily basis. And in some countries, it seems as if it's worse than other countries. And in some countries, it's, it's really brutal how the, the, the police and how the governments are really coming down on people. Now, is this new? Is this something that's never happened before? But it is not, as you will know, 
just like we've seen here in the life of Gideon. So how can we learn from that and apply it today? Now, in the whole series, in the seven-part series, we saw how we can take some of those things, not do the things that Gideon uh, did wrong, and avoid those things and avoid it in our own lives and don't have to go through those calamities and through that school of hard knocks. But now, how do we take that into today's life where we are, where we're sitting with these things? And you know, I'm not a person who likes to uh, be a fear monger. I will not. I will always bring you good news because I always look at that side of the picture. For example, I had a person that once said to me, if you see a piece of road and there are potholes in a road, what are you looking at? Are you looking at the potholes to avoid the potholes? Or are you looking on at the road and how you can stay on the road? Now, it may seem silly to you, but just think about this for a moment. You can focus so much on the holes and to avoid the holes, or you can look at the road and focus on the road and to stay on the road. So it depends on how we look at something and how we're going to relate to that. So when we look at Gideon and the life of Gideon, this overwhelming enemy army that came against them every single year and that oppressed them for seven years, how can we take that and apply it to our lives now? And as I was sitting and pondering on this, I realized that there are so many parallels through this piece of history and where we are really today. For a long time, there's been a terrible decay in society and it came through actually over hundreds of years. Because if we look where we are now and we look back in history, even in the Middle Ages, and I'm not going to dig into that or dwell on that too much, but just uh, some of the things that happened in the Middle Ages and how governments and institutions oppressed people and lied to people to keep them into submission. The same thing is basically happening today. And although it's maybe not the same institutions that, that were oppressing the people a few hundred years ago or a few a thousand years or so ago but today there are still this force that are trying to oppress people not really not only trying they have succeeded in doing that but you know what we can stand up against it when you and I know the truth and we stand on the truth and we know the truth in that truth is promised that it will set us free so how can we take what Gideon and his people went through, and how can we apply it today? How, what are the parallels, and what can we learn from there? Now, first of all, he is an enemy, and they came in force, multitudes of them, masses of them, and they came and they just oppressed the people. Now, look at it in terms of today. There are so many institutions, corporations, that are banding together to push information and to push messages at you and I through multitudes of channels. It's not only television and radio anymore. It's the internet. It's 
most people have this uh, mobile device in their hand all the time. Um, I mean, at a few years ago, it was actually funny at the time, and it's not funny anymore, but it was funny in certain countries the, they had to put um, foam rubber against some of the, the poles on the sidewalks because people were so uh, engulfed in their cell phones that they walked into some of these poles and some of them had bloody noses and, and they bruised themselves and others even hurt them even more. And it's all because they, their attention is drawn to everything that's being pushed at them on these mobile devices. Now, is a mobile device in itself, is it bad? No, it's not. Because it can help you to communicate. It can help you with many things. But these companies, these institutions, these corporations, they want to control you. That's why they push those messages at you all the time. So now, everywhere where you go, you are being basically followed. And some of the bigger companies like Google and these guys, they... they they track you wherever you are. Websites are tracking you so that they can send you information to get your money out of your pocket, to get your attention, to be on their stuff all the time. Is it good? In certain instances, it may be good. But in most cases, you and I don't need that stuff. I don't always need the latest cell phone. I don't always need the latest uh, television Set. I don't need all the latest, greatest gadgets, these uh, dingalings that people are just trying to push at us. We don't always need the latest and greatest because the latest and greatest is always the most expensive. And at the moment you purchase that very cutting edge device, the moment you purchase it, it's already outdated. It's actually already outdated the moment that it's that it's being released and that's how everything is made i remember many years ago my parents had a had a refrigerator and this thing lasted for decades today it doesn't really until unless you you purchase the very high um, priced high quality items then they will last you for a long time but the normal stuff that you purchase in the in the the normal stores if i can call it that they don't last that long anymore because they have been designed to only have a limited lifetime so that they, this, these companies, these corporations, they create uh, an over or turnover for themselves so that you have to go and purchase their products again. And it's not always just with that, even with your mobile devices, with your computer systems, as the software uh, needs to be upgraded that machine gets slower and slower because they want to sell you a new machine and that's be, uh, prices might, might have come down but they still want you to have all this stuff now what does this all have to do with Gideon what this has to do with the life of Gideon and in relation to our life today you and I are being uh, overshadowed just like these Midianites in their hundreds of thousands that they came against the Israelites, that, that it's being said they were like locusts. They were so many that you couldn't even count their camels. That's how many they were. And today there are so many things that are oppressing people. When I look at people, when I walk in the street and I'm looking at people, there's so many people 
you can see the oppression on them. You can see how they're being pressed down. Now again, what does this say to you and I? I don't want to just give you this stuff. You know all these things. But when you and I understand how to fight against this enemy, this invisible enemy to us many times, we just have the mobile device or the computer or the television screen in front of us, but there's an invisible enemy behind it that is trying to control you. And in many cases, they succeed to control you because they push propaganda at you and I multiple times a second. And our brains have to filter all these out things out. And when you get bombarded with one message over and over and over and over, you're going to start believing it. It's just like in the times with the Cold War, they would take people and they would, what they call them, brainwash them. They put them in a room and they would just play things over and over and over and over day and night. It never stopped until after a few weeks, those people came out there and it's almost as if their whole mindset changed, their whole doctrine changed, everything that they believe changed because they've been pushed these things over and over and that's being uh, used to indoctrinate our children. First, it was just the young people in the universities. Today, it's really uh, being um, pushed on our young children from kindergarten till grade 12. It's, it's all, all. And that's what we don't want. We don't want our children to be indoctrinated with stuff. And it's even to the point where parents uh, are forced to leave their children's education in the hands of governments, which is not a good thing because you as the parent, God gave you that child and you've got the responsibility to raise that child up in God's ways so that they will not depart from God's ways when they grow old. It's to your benefit as well because that's part of your inheritance that you give to your children. So that's your legacy that you leave behind. And how can we stand up against these things? Just like Gideon. God came and God spoke to Gideon because Gideon was a mighty man. He was a God-fearing man. Although he didn't have that relationship with God initially, but God came to him and God told him, this is why I gave birth to you. I want you to set these people free. But not on your terms. You have to do it on God's terms. And that's why I've been pushing all the time and I'm just wanting you to understand that when you do God's will and God's purpose for your life, when you fulfill that, you will be satisfied. You will not be selfish. You will be able to impact people around you with the truth and you will be able to help them to see the light at the end of the tunnel because many times people they don't even know that something is wrong there's so many people that do not see that all these things that the pharmaceutical companies and the technology companies are pushing at them are wrong there are many people who believe that these things are are true because they see it in front of them but it's not because you see something on paper or you see something on a on a, a computer screen or on a uh, television screen that it's true 
since when is, is stuff just true because you see it there? You must sometimes go and dig for the truth. And Gideon had really had to dig for the truth. He said, if you are really God that is speaking to me here, please reveal yourself to me. Show me that it's really you that is talking to me. And that's what you and I need to do. There's so many things that we have to sift through. So you and I have to learn what to cut off and what to push out and what to allow in. And when you become sensitive to the truth so that you can only allow the truth in, then you will start becoming effective in what you are doing. Now again, how can we apply this? Let's take Gideon. There he was. He didn't know what to do. He was protecting what he has. And for his family, he was just... Uh, uh, beating out that wheat so that they can at least have uh, food to eat. They didn't have that much, but at least they had food. And he was uh, um, guarding this and he was hiding this from the enemy armies because if they saw that, they would have taken it away from him. Now maybe you and I need to learn something from this. At this time, we are almost forced to go to places where uh, masses amounts of foods are supposed to be and we are supposed to buy from those institutions from those corporations but maybe it's time that you and I have to learn how to hide our stuff from the enemy because the enemy wants to know everything that you do every moment where you are what you say what you do on the internet you being tracked all over the place with that mobile device in your hand they know exactly where you are. They know exactly where you go. They know exactly where you're in contact with all the time. Is it a good thing? A few years ago, a few decades ago, um, mobile devices were not really in. We didn't even know what mobile devices are. And maybe it's before your time. But I just want, to, want you to see a picture here. At that time, there were pay phones. Or if you didn't um, stop at a pay phone, you had to wait until you get home or to your office to call someone where someone could reach you. Now, people are available all the time and people just expect that you have to be available. If you do not answer your phone, then you're not popular. And many times you want to answer that phone because it's, it's almost a, a compulsive thing. And in a, in, in a sense, it's not wrong, but it can be rude. And you do not have to be in contact and in communication and available to people all the time. You don't need to. You need quiet time as well. And I'm uh, taking myself as an example. Many times I'm so busy with the stuff and then that mobile device, I'm checking it. There comes a message or just want to check this quickly. It's not necessary. We need time with our families. Anyhow, let's get back to, to Gideon. So Gideon had to block out certain things. He said, okay, this is then not the enemy. This is something that seems as if it's good because this is God speaking to, to, to me and God tells me he wants to use me to set my people free. And that's exactly what God is saying to you now through me. God wants to use you to set your people free. First of all, yourself, then your, your, your household, your family, and then it's going to be your community and eventually it's really going to be your nation. Because you and I need to protect what we have. And if it's necessary for you to put 
food aside. I've never done this before. This is the first time in my life where I feel it's important that we have to take uh, provisions and put it aside as emergency uh, things, as emergency uh, supplies. I've never said that. I've never said that public. I've never done that before. In the mid-90s, we were in a situation where many people with a, uh, gathered a lot of stuff, emergency supplies. I didn't do that because I didn't feel that's necessary. But today, it's, it's a bit different. Now, it's, you have to decide whether you're going to do it or not. Not just because I'm telling you, but look a little bit maybe at survival stuff. Things that are necessary for you to survive a two, th three, maybe four month period. You have to decide. But I'm just asking you, go and decide. It might be for your good and for your family's good. Because the moment things fall apart, then the government is not going to be there for you. These corporations are not going to be there for you because they want to control you. That's why this whole thing has been orchestrated. It may seem as if it's only about money. It may seem as if it's only about um, certain people that didn't do what they were uh, supposed to do, incompetence. It's not. It's not about that at all. It's all about control. Just like I've explained to you now, you and I want to be controlled. And you can only be controlled if you've prepared someone to do something that you tell them to do. If it's an impulse and people react to that, then you have succeeded in taking those people's minds and just manipulating them and getting them to do stuff that you want them to do. Now, there are many people, and I believe you are one of those, who are enlightened because you are a leader and that's why you are here with me. That's why you're listening to me and that's why you're uh, sharing with me as well your life and what you've experienced so that we can get through stuff. And the end result has to be to destroy the enemy. I'm not saying go and hide so that we can just uh, look after ourselves. No, we have to look after ourselves, our families, our communities, because that's the only way that we will be able to uh, succeed and how we will be able to get out of this stuff. And God wants to use you. He wants to use me. I saw a picture this morning as I, as I was pondering uh, on, on this, this um, broadcast this morning. And it's as if every time I spoke, I saw as if I had a rod in my hand and every time I spoke something it was almost as if there was a person, an enemy that came up and it was as if I knocked that uh, person that was rising up with evil intentions. I knocked it on the head and it just went down and it disappeared. But it was with so much force and that's why I'm sharing these things with you. So I'm not just sharing these things because I like it. Yes, I love sharing with you. I really, it's, it's, it's part of me when I, when I share with you and when I'm uh, doing the, these broadcasts. I, it's as if I'm coming alive. I really enjoy sharing with you and empowering you to be the leader that God called you to be. But it's also, it was in, encouraging to me that as I speak, 
Every word that I speak is like that rod. It just knocks down that enemy. And the same with you. When you allow the, um, the Holy Spirit of God to speak through you, that's exactly what's happening. Then our words become encouragement. Then our words become life. It's, it's a life-giving source. So these things that I'm sharing with you, I trust that you will take this, that you will uh, realize that this is a serious matter that you really have to go and consider how you're going to walk out your your ways in in the next few days, in the next week, maybe in the next month. I don't know how these things are going to pan out, but I really see we have to be prepared because if you and I are not prepared, we will be caught unawares and we will be caught off guard. And that's all I'm bringing to you. Through the life of Gideon, Gideon was prepared. He was, he was a man, mighty man of valor. And when God told him to do certain things, he did it. The moment he, he made sure, and he was sure that it was God speaking to him, and God told him and gave him specific instructions, Gideon immediately did it. And we saw how important that prompt obedience was for Gideon to get the victory, to get the victory over the enemies. And it's not necessarily going to be uh, the, the thing just to look after yourself because we have also done the same thing. We have put certain things aside, but it's not only for ourselves because what was um, placed in my heart is really to be there for people. And there might be people that do not have the means to, to gather uh, emergency um, supplies for themselves and when we have these emergency supplies because the the supply chains they fail because it's at this time i really feel in my heart that it's been designed it's been orchestrated to fail so that people can be brought into submission because when people are in a situation where they are totally reliant on governments then it's not a good thing because then the government can dictate to you what you do with what they give you. For example, in the United States, as you know, it's being mandated now if uh, companies with employees, they will not get any funding from the government to so-called help them if they do not comply to what the government is telling them. And that is, that is control, that is manipulation, and that's evil. God has never made man to control other men. Only we have to have dominion. Only over the things that God created. The things that were made. The animals, the fish, the birds. And, and the things on the land. The plants and everything. God never gave us dominion over other men. Or control over other men. And with that I'm not saying we don't need leaders. Yes, we do need leaders. But we need leaders like Gideon for example. Every time when something happened. When they had a victory. Gideon pushed it against. Or um, over to, to his people. And he said, you got the victory. You are the ones who did the job. I was just here. And that is a true leader. Where he didn't try to be in the limelight all the time. Although God used him mightily. He always, in, in, in humbleness, he pushed it over to his people and he said, you are the ones who actually did it. And that's a true leader. Not just wanting to, to be the person 
and to be in the limelight all the time, but really to empower other people. What I'm doing here, I love doing because I know I have to do it. And because I have to do it, I do it. And I do it with, with the greatest love and the compassion in my heart that I have. So I didn't get to that many specifics today, but it's, if I can just leave one message with you today, please go and decide for yourself. Listen in your heart. Listen what you need to do to preserve your family and those around you. How you can preserve yourself if you need to gather emergency supplies. There's enough resources. I'm not going to point you to resources at this time, but there's enough, there are enough resources around that you can learn what to put together, how to put it together, but just be wise in what you're doing. Just be wise. Uh, at the beginning of, of this whole uh, lockdown situation in uh, 2020, I mean, toilet paper, for example, you couldn't get the stuff. People just uh, went and they just bought tons of, of it. And why? Someone sparked something. Why they specifically bought toilet paper, I honestly don't know. Because food is more important than toilet paper. Water is more important than toilet paper. So you have to decide for yourself what you're going to do with what I'm sharing with you here. And I'm going to share with you more in, in these, along these lines because I, I really believe that we are in a, in a very crucial time. It's a great time and there's victory for us, but it might be that we really have to stand a little bit, that we have to fight just like Gideon and his men had to stand and to fight. And I don't need a, a large army, just like Gideon. God can work through me, through you, and he can put a few of us together. But when we are strategic, just like Gideon was, and obey what God wants us to do, we can and we will be successful. So take courage. When I'm sharing these things with you, I don't want you to fear because there's no fear in love. So I'm not sharing these things with you uh, with the spirit of fear. I really share it with you with the spirit of love and compassion. And all I'm asking you is go and listen. Go and ask the Lord what he wants you to do in these situations. Because when you and I understand that we are in a war and it's not against people necessarily. But you must remember one thing. The enemy was in, in, in the heavenly realms. He uses people. So all these people that are coming with these evil agendas, they are being controlled in the spirit through, through uh, forces that you and I don't always know about. So please be encouraged. And we will chat again soon. I, I'm continuing with the series and as I feel in my heart I'm being led, I'm going to share these messages with you. So please share this message with a family member or a friend or just um, help me to get this message out as I always encourage you. It's not to my benefit necessarily, but it's to your benefit when you help someone else to get their message out, then your message will also be able to get out. So you can please go to my website, sunshineharvest.com. You can assist me there to take this message out. You can donate there and connect with me. 
give me your feedback, share with me where you are all across the world so that we can become this, this force and this, this army that God is raising up to stand in this time and so that we can basically rebuild the walls if you want uh, so that we can really have uh, a society and a world where God rules and where love and compassion rules and where people don't manipulate and control other people with evil intentions any longer. Thank you so much for listening and I'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.